Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today's episode is going to be about Ever After High. It's an open book, a road in reverse, a brand new hook. Forget that curse, it's a rebel cause with a royal heart. Rewrite, ignite, restart. We had a pretty dark and heavy topic planned for this week. Um, but, but I've had family in town and we went out of town for the weekend. And when I got back, I was like, Diana, what's up next? Oh crap. Only a three season TV series, which I haven't seen a single episode of. So, and I wasn't in the mood to like watch any more than I have. Yeah. You're like, I'm done with this. All right. Yeah. So we'll get, we'll get back to that, um, later. But you kindly suggested that we do Ever After High, yeah. which is light and fluffy and delightful. Yeah, and we love our fairy tales, right? So Yes, we do. We're going to do every like possible adaptation there is. So, <laughs> yeah, is, so. this, is a, this is a pretty good one. Yeah, um, yeah so, but, but before we get into that, let's do Tasty Time. Tasty Time. So, what have you noticed around the fiction foodiverse these last couple weeks? Well, uh, something that I have seen for a while, like heard of for a while, but finally um, this this week I kind of dived in to learn more about it. It's called Geek Girl Brunch. Oh, I feel like I've heard about that too. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those on things. Twitter or something. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, oh, that. But then, like, I finally was like, okay, what what is it exactly? And it's like has the word geek and brunch, you know, food. So it's like <laughs> All right, fandom cool. and food. Yeah, I should be a part of this. And so uh, I checked it out. It's just geekgirlbrunch.com. And it's an international organization. Uh, and there are chapters all over the world. Uh, so it's the geek girls uh, get together uh, every so often. Uh, and like at uh, restaurants or, you know, eateries in their local area and just hang out and talk about the the geeky things they like and there's usually a theme for you know each month or each um each outing and so and sometimes goodies are involved like little treat bags and stuff so yeah i've been so i've been looking into it um checking out like trying to get information about the chapter in my area and nice, that sounds super yeah. fun. and there's a chapter in your area too there I is think, yeah <laughs> so Ooh. if you just go to the website geekgirlbrunch.com and then right there on the uh on the homepage, there's a chapters uh, oh nice and it, yeah and then you just hit united states or wherever you are oh, okay oh it's in raleigh north carolina region. darn it is that i don't know how close yeah is that's it? like three three hours from here oh, okay well you could start one in your <laughs> yeah i could start one in charlotte <laughs> so yeah so uh, my closest one is baltimore um oh okay so which is like i don't know half an hour 20 or 30 minutes away nice you should you should so, go yeah i'm totally Totally want to be a part of that. So, and it's it sounds like a really cool. It's just a cool idea, um, just to get together and relax and you know hang out with, meet, make new friends, and you know hang out with people who have similar interests and, and maybe learn learn about new and new fandoms and stuff too. All yeah. while eating. <laughs> nice. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I love um, meetup. Like I've gone to a lot of meetups on different topics. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, this sounds kind of like a very specific one which is kind of cool yeah 
So how about you? What have oh, you nice. discovered? Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yeah, well, mine for this week um, is a site I've mentioned before and we all know and love, um, In at the Crossroads, um, which is um, a site run by Chelsea Monroe Castle, and she has cooked pretty much everything in the Song of Ice and Fire books. Mm -hmm. Um, And now that she's done with that, the reason I'm I'm bringing it up this week is because um, she started doing, like, character menus, um, which is super fun. So she she put out, like, a new one a couple weeks ago for um, Marjorie Tyrell, and, um, yeah, it's just, like, a really cool creative menu. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's got, like, you know, all kinds of things inspired by, like, the household and the region and, like, you know, different, you know, characters that, you know, she's in contact with and stuff, and, yeah, um, and... It's all, like, medieval, which is very cool. Um, yes, it's just, like, a really fun concept. And she's taking, like, not necessarily, like, like, main, main characters. You know, like, I think the last one was, like, Jack and Hagar, which was a really cool and interesting Mm -hmm. menu. Yeah, so, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. That is neat. That's really, like, it kind of reminds me of how people do, like, themed outfits and things like that. It's it's yes. like this is themed, yeah, food, like menu <laughs> for a character. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm all about those it's themed outfits, cool. you know? Yeah, <laughs> but that's really cool. It's like you can, it's the inspiration that, you know, from fiction, but it can exactly. be yeah. shown so in the, different ways. Exactly, yeah, so they're not like, yeah. right, like they're not mentioned, you know, explicitly anywhere, but they're all inspired yeah. by that's that. Awesome. Yeah. Feathers and friends together alone. The count of two on a mirror phone. Or I should probably increase the count to however many of you listeners there are. <laughs> so what does what the heck does that mean? We don't all speak English. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming again. It's good to see you. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. What what the heck what the heck does that mean? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure because Riddleish is not an exact language. But oh, right. I believe it means, thanks for coming again. <laughs> thanks for checking us out again, listeners. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah so this is going to be a spectacular episode, everyone. I am super excited about Ever After High. So, let's go for it. <laughs> yes, okay. So, I yeah, I just saw this for the first time this week, and I've only seen the first season. Like, there's several like, quotes seasons chapters, on Netflix. Yeah. On cha- yeah, chapters, I don't know, whatever, whatever yeah. on Netflix, because, um, like, some, but some of them are just, like, a bunch of, like, minute webisodes strung together, and some are, like, a 45-minute movie, yeah. so you don't really know what you're yeah. getting into. But, um, yeah, but it's very cute and cool, and, um, yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so Ever After High is, it's like a multi-platform story. Uh, so it's from Mattel, Mattel Toy Company, and also Mattel has a creative storytelling division called Playground Productions. Uh, and then they've also partnered with Netflix um, since last summer. Uh, and if some of you have heard of Monster High, this this Ever After High is like a sister show to that. Um yeah, so that's like, but it's full like it's it's merchandise and um, like you're mentioning on Netflix like there are webisodes and Netflix episodes and books so it's 
it's pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun it's fun that way too, that you can experience experience it in different media and stuff. Yeah, it's actually yeah. pretty cool. Like I was very skeptical going in. Like, um my my friend's daughter is into Monster High. Mm-hmm. Like she had a, a birthday party last year and it was like a costume party and so she was dressed up as like I don't even know which one, one of the one of the characters and I'm like, Okay, what is this thing? <laughs> um and I've seen like the toys in Target and um to be honest, I kind of liked them at first, but not Yeah. I was on I know the fence. You, you know, like I, I think they're very cool because 'cause they're like fairy tales, but then they're also like a little bit grown up looking. Yeah, they're fashion dolls. <laughs> and, yeah. Man, they, yeah, fashion dolls or whatever. Yeah, I sound like such a prude saying that, which I'm <laughs> no, not. You're totally like, fine. I, yeah, but anyway, like, yeah, they look kind of like those brat dolls, which I hate. <laughs> so, but actually, like, once I started watching watching this, like, I'm like, okay, oh, plus, you know, the whole the whole fact that like this whole story is created to sell merchandise, <laughs> you know. So I'm like very cynical, but I was like, okay, I'm gonna have a good attitude. That was made so, legal in yeah, the eighties. To, that toy companies can also make TV shows to sell yeah. them. Yeah, and actually, yeah, it I mean, let's be honest, like, every every cartoon I loved growing up was basically based on a toy line, <laughs> so this, this continues the yeah. tradition. Um, but yeah, so I was like, okay, I'm going to go in with a good attitude, just like, you know, wash your capitalist spell over me. Um, and it was pretty cute, you know, so I'm like, okay, you know, and it's actually, like, really like well done yeah. like the story is complete bullshit it makes no sense <laughs> but like there's there's a ton of like little cute details and nods to the story and like clever plays on words yeah. and like yeah so i mean there's a lot of stuff i like about it so in general i'm giving this a thumbs Yay. up <laughs> yeah plus my daughter likes it she's been watching it with yeah. me a little bit this week yeah, so yeah so she's she's into Fun it show. yeah so it's so yeah. as you can probably tell ever after is so it's fairy tales and so it's what if the the characters of famous fairy tales had kids and then what if their kids went to like a board a high school boarding school and they had to either choose to follow in their parents footsteps or they decided that they wanted to have their own life and make their own choices so that's so that's kind of the synopsis or the setting of what goes on yeah and so yeah, also walking in Target or something, you know, I saw the dolls, and I was like, ooh, the, like, some of the outfits are, like, really cool looking, but then I was like, uh, the, the style of the dolls, like, their bodies and their, like, big heads, and I was like, Yes, mm. and they're, like, crazy yeah. eyes and tons of makeup but, and, like, you know. But they were, like, <laughs> there was a prettiness about them, but then, yeah, the, but then that was the other construction kind of was off-putting um but i didn't think they were as obnoxious <laughs> as like the brats and stuff like those yeah they're not <laughs> yeah. and um and i and again it's like sister to monster high and i like i i like ever after high because it i mean compared to monster high i like ever after high more because it's lighter and i don't know well it's more interesting to me because it's fairy tales and um, but yeah, I think the lighter color tones and everything. But we have watched the Monster High movies on Netflix too. Um, but I like oh, the animation. Okay. You know, just speaking of the Ever After High um, show, I like the animation a lot better than Monster High. But yeah. okay, yeah, I haven't seen it to compare. But I do, yeah, I do like the animation style of um, 
yeah ever after high and there's like a ton of details yeah. like the scenery and the background the clothing too. is awesome yeah, yeah so like <laughs> um, yeah it's very it's like visually yeah. stunning so I, I really yeah, yeah i really like it so after watching the show uh last summer on well what was available anyway on netflix last summer uh, i i really enjoyed it so then i think i don't know earlier this year like Toys R Us was having a sale. Somehow I found out that Toys R Us was having a sale. It's like if you buy an Ever After High doll, then you get like a free DVD or something. Oh, <laughs> so okay. I was like, all right, let's go. And so then, and then, <laughs> so many dolls later. <laughs> oh. I know, it's so funny. Like, as a kid, I was not into dolls. I thought they were so creepy. And I was like, just give me stuffed animals, please. Or like, I'll run around outside you know but like I was way into dolls yeah well it's just funny because I was not into dolls at all but now (laughs) in my like almost mid 30s and (laughs) I like have (laughs) I have some dolls and yeah I mean but they're they're fashion dolls (laughs) I don't have like baby dolls and stuff but just like I have a few ever after high dolls for me (laughs) that are like sitting over (laughs) in my book area my bookshelves and then Amelia has ones my daughter has ones to like to play for her (laughs) ones that can be messy these are the play dolls and these are the i never thought i'd be like i mean that's it just happened (laughs) you sure you want to i know right (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like um, my what second childhood is happening or something i don't know (laughs) No, that's fine. You know what? You're a grown-up. You can whatever do whatever you want. You can't control me. I, yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I explain that to my daughter constantly. I'm like, I can go to bed when I want. I can eat what I want. And when you're a grown-up, you yeah. can too. <laughs> so, but until then... I can collect dolls if I want. <laughs> right, exactly. I do like, and I, I like take photographs with them. Like do toy photography with them sometimes and stuff. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes, they're for photography and artistic, yeah. um, whatever. I know. So <laughs> it's just another creative outlet, that's all. <laughs> yes, no. I, I, I totally approve. I no know, but it's me. just funny. It's like the irony of, like, when I was a kid, I was like, bleh, dolls. And now I'm grown yeah. up, and I'm like, oh, these are kind of nice. Like, I'm going to buy some. <laughs> so. So what dolls do you have? And, like, like that's a good, um good chance to talk about like who are these characters yeah so right now i'm looking over at my dolls and so i've got apple white she's snow white yeah the daughter she's like the snow white yeah and how funny like they named her apple (laughs) yeah yeah the names are really cute too and they're all yeah kind of related back so i guess it's a society that's based on whatever is the fairy tale that's the last name like yeah because it's snow the fairy tale of snow white so she gets her mother's last name instead of like her da- her dad's last name. But there's like a whole slew of Prince Charming. Like there's a whole like Charming clan. <laughs> so there are a bunch of Charmings too. But yeah. So yeah. But Apple White, like she has her mom's name. Ashlyn Ella has Ella as the last name. I think it's really cool that they named her Ashlyn because it's that play on words for Ash, just like Cinder. And then there's Blondie Locks, who's Goldilocks's daughter. <laughs> and Ginger Breadhouse. So Ginger is her first name and Breadhouse is the last name. And she's the daughter of the Candy Witch, 
or the witch witch from Hansel. Yeah. Girl. So I like that it's not just like you know the protagonists mm-hmm. in these stories. You know, like some of them are are from you know not so nice characters. I think those characters are actually more interesting to me for the most part. <laughs> yeah. So also I've got um, Cedar Wood who is the daughter of Pinocchio, and her doll is gorgeous because it has wood grains in her arms and legs, basically her whole body, uh, except for her face. So it's really awesome. And she has been cursed, well, not cursed, but, like, she can't tell a lie until she graduates high school, then she can, like, do her story, the Pinocchio story. But, like, until then, she has to always tell the truth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it was interesting. Which is inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Madeline Hatter, the daughter of the Mad Hatter. Yeah. Yes. So those are the those are the ones I have over there. But then there's also um, Amelia. My daughter has she has Lizzie Hearts, daughter of the Queen of Hearts, and Briar Beauty, daughter of Sleeping Beauty. But, she, but Briar has a cousin, Rosabella Beauty, who is from Beauty and the Beast. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah, so oh, it's, okay. it is kind of fun because, yeah, there are, like, relatives and stuff. Because, like, there's the Beauty and Beauty, like, Sleeping Beauty and Briar, I mean, and Beauty and the Beast. So it's like, they're both beauty, but <laughs> not the same beauty, so they're, like, yeah. Right. But I like how they, yeah, draw those little yeah. connections and stuff. Um yeah, so there, and then there's like Hunter Huntsman. So he's the huntsman from, uh, well, he's the son of the huntsman from Snow White and Red Riding Hood. Oh, so it's the same huntsman. Yeah, which they could have split that up, but okay. yeah, in the in the books, it it says that he his destiny was to be the huntsman for both of those stories. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. And there's Cerise Hood. Cerise being a type of red, which is really cool. She's the daughter of Red Riding Hood. And the wolf. Spoiler! Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> so, yeah, and the big bad Spoilers wolf. Spoilers forever after. So, so I've been reading the books, um, and it kind of, it delves into that. Which I find super interesting, and yeah. I really like that. <laughs> so, so like, like, yeah, so it delves into their story. So they fell in love, <laughs> like... They just, they were, they were acting out the story, the Red Riding Hood story of their parents, and then, but they were, like, he's more like a werewolf, and she thought he was kind of cute, and, Mm. like, he was trying so hard to get her to go off the path, and then she just was, like, giggling, like, laughing, because it was kind of ridiculous, like, the things he would come up with to try to get her to go off the path, and then, yeah, (laughs) but then he was supposed to be killed by the huntsman. And she's like, no, I don't, like, mm-hmm. that's extreme. That, like, that, so anyway, so she, like, set off a smoke bomb, <laughs> and he, and he escaped, which she learned from Baba Yaga's class at Ever After High. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Baba Yaga is a teacher. <laughs> she's, and, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of cool, all the teachers, too. I like that. That's kind of, like, yeah. a more obscure Yeah, one. and she had, and Baba Yaga has the, her house, and, or her office <laughs> on chicken legs, and flies around on the morning. Yeah. yeah. So it's, <laughs> it is really cool. Yeah. And then the headmaster of Ever After High is Milton Grimm, one of the brothers Grimm, and and his brother Giles is also part of the story. And yeah, so it's it's cool. Like there's so many characters, but of course because it's from fairy tales, there's like so much 
to delve into. Yeah, they're already yeah. kind of familiar t- to you. But what's cool is, like, you know, like, they have these familiar characteristics, but then it kind of takes it to the next, like, logical level. So yeah. what does this mean? Like, for example, like, Briar mm-hmm. Beauty, is that? Yeah, like, the, um, the Sleeping Beauty character... Um, she knows she has to fall asleep, and so she wants to make, like, the most of her life. Yeah, with... she's total party girl. Yeah, she's a party girl, she's into adventure, you know, like, so she yeah. wants to do as much as she can before she has to, like, you know, sleep for a hundred years. Yeah. And, and stuff like that, you know, um, so they, they just kind of, yeah, take on those characteristics, and then, uh, so I like when they kind of interact with each other and with these you know, tendencies or whatever in mind. Yeah, and, like, Hopper Crokington yes. the second. He's the, <laughs> the frog son of the frog and, prince. But, like, when he gets and nervous... he's incredibly yeah, eloquent he when he's a frog, frog, but he's, like, a complete, yeah. like, mess. Yeah, Tongue when, he, when he's stuff. a human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a crush on Briar Beauty, and so things like that are really cute. So the dynamic at the school is that there are royals and rebels and so the royals they're obviously you know those of royalty and you know they're the the sons and daughters of kings and princesses and queens and princes you know so they're um and usually most of them have happily ever after tales but then there's the rebels who are like the common folk and the uh, and the villains yeah like the, yeah the and that's something characters. in the show it doesn't really um it starts off with, like... Well, because it starts off with uh, Legacy Day, which is when the kids are supposed to choose... It, they, like, write down... that, Like, sign the contract, basically, to, like, follow in their parents' footsteps. Um, but, like... So, off the bat in the show, it's rebel... It's royal and rebel, like, these two factions. Um, but in the books, that doesn't... Like, it... It's kind of it's kind of understood that everybody was just together, like there there wasn't any cliques or anything or factions. There were cliques, but um, but then people. So Raven Queen, I know this is like a lot to get into. I guess so. We'll just say so. Raven Queen, she's the daughter of the Evil Queen and the the Evil Queen from Snow White's Tale. And she does not want to be evil, and so she does not sign the contract or sign the storybook of legends to become the next evil queen. And so there is that fear that her story would cease to exist if she didn't sign to follow her destiny to be the queen, the evil queen. Um, so that would mean that, like, Apple White would disappear, like, all of the characters would, and the whole story would just poof. Um, but it didn't happen. And so then it opened up the whole can of worms of like, okay, everybody can choose their destiny. Like, if you don't want to follow the same story, then you can, like, choose your own thing. So so in this show, it's not really made clear that are you a royal if, like, one, obviously, if you're a daughter or son of royalty. And are you a royal if you choose to follow your destiny? Like, or, and, yeah. Right, yeah, so it's like, kind a, of like, yeah, if you accept it, yeah, yeah like, you fall on that side. So, like, uh, Madeline Hatter, she wants to be the next Mad Hatter, so would that make her a royal? But she's not considered a royal, she's considered a rebel, I guess, because she's the best friend of Raven Queen, so it's, so yeah, so I think the distinction, yeah, it's kind of yeah, the distinction like, isn't made <laughs> perfectly clear as to what constitutes 
a royal and a rebel because it's like are you a rebel if you're simply not royal <laughs> like or if you're a commoner or yeah so or does it have to be that you rebel against your story so yeah right so there's that but I think I feel like in the books it kind of it's like more clear well, why <laughs> I'm st- I mean I've read the book and then I'm still like still kind of wondering but I feel like that the divide between Rowan Rebel didn't occur until Legacy Day uh, happened and Raven mm. didn't sign and yeah and they're like Cedar Wood the daughter of Pinocchio she was really confused like I don't know which side to be a part of because I want to follow my destiny so I can become a real girl but I I think everybody has the right to choose so so she kind of sides with the rebels so anyway so that's so yeah the show brings up interesting questions and and I and I think I feel like the books do um, flesh things out a lot more um, so I think they're really good it's a really good companion together like the book and the show okay. yeah yeah but the show because the show is kind of is more lighthearted and and it does make you wonder a lot too like well what about this like how, what about yeah what about Cerise Hood like <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have a chance to sign the storybook of legends because Raven Queen was in line ahead of her at that time and then and then the ceremony was put on you know put to a stop because Raven didn't sign which is unheard of um so anyway but it's like what she would have she would have been expected to sign for Red Riding Hood, but then... What about the other half of her destiny? Hmm. Yeah, because she is also the child of the Big Bad Wolf. But there's a whole wolf clan. Like, there are a whole bunch of hoods and a whole bunch of wolves. So it's... So I guess somebody else would have ste- you know, stepped in to be the Big Bad Wolf, but like... I don't know. Anyway, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, that's the thing, like, it, it what was she prepared for to do? a lot of, yeah. like, you know, this doesn't really make sense, which is why I'm like, eh, I don't know about the the whole premise in general, but, yeah. like, I, I but do like all the... books really the, help, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I like all the, like, the little <laughs> situations that arise, yeah. I think they're pretty, you know, interesting and fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you have a favorite character? I, I think... I think I like Madeline Hatter the best. She's the first doll that I wanted. She's my favorite, too. Yeah. And we both took the quiz. And we both took the quiz. <laughs> and we both got her. So yeah. well. On the Ever After High website, just everafterhigh.com, there are, like, a bunch of games and stuff. And they have a lot of quizzes. And and one of them is, which character are you? And we both got, yeah. <laughs> which is funny. Yeah, yeah, I like her. Like, she's, she's adorable. She's got the coolest hair. She's got this, like, mm-hmm. steampunk look going on and like she is just really like off kilter and quirky and cute so yeah I like her a lot (laughs) yeah yeah and I love and in the books too she is like she's Raven's best friend and she she is zany and everything but she's also very observant I think like she knows when Raven needs a hug and she's she's also very ready to give hugs too which is really nice like she she can just tell when people are down or you know and she is very very freely you know acts to help them to solve their problems or to you know to 
find a solution and to be happy again and yeah yeah so she's yeah it's, it's kind of interesting because like she's like re- like a weird character but she's not like detached from reality mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like she's almost more in tune with it and she can hear the narrators. That's right. <laughs> so the narrators yeah, yeah. also went to Ever After High. <laughs> and they have a daughter named Brooke. Babbling Brooke. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm assuming that's why her name is Brooke. Because <laughs> she does yeah. kind of babble a little bit. But anyway, but yeah, so... So that's kind of interesting that they're also the, the voices, the, the invisible narrators. But Madeline had a is, well, she's the only one that we know for sure can hear them, and sometimes she'll have conversations with the narrators. Um, but other Wonderland characters, uh, like Kitty, there's Kitty Cheshire and Lizzie Hartz that are ever after high, but Kitty Cheshire, it's assumed that she can hear the narrators, but she doesn't, like, she doesn't talk to them (laughs) like Maddie, but, yeah. (laughs) So that's kind of, that's kind of interesting, too. Yeah. So, both of our favorite characters are Mad- Madeline, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, usually we pick different people. So. Well, who else do we like? <laughs> I like yeah, Gingerbread House because she cooks, she bakes. <laughs> I know. See, I haven't, um, I just started, like, like I said, I watched the first, like, little series on um, Netflix, and I started, the second one is, like, one 45 minute movie or yeah. something like that and I just started it and I think that's when she shows up so I haven't yeah, seen much of her yet but apparently yeah she's like super into cooking which would make sense since she's like the daughter yeah. of the evil witch and handsome she does girl. not want to cook children so she so she's like Raven that she does not want to follow in her mother's yeah. footsteps yeah <laughs> can you imagine it's like oh you're destined to eat children, or, like, you're destined to do these har- horrible really? things. Really? Yeah. Like... Your destiny's not so great. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, yeah, so that, so it's interesting that that whole dynamic, so it's, like, happiness is in freedom is what the rebels feel, and then the royals feel that happiness is in uh, order and in your destiny. Like, yeah, well, they see, they pretty much know where their lives are going, yeah. you know, so if they're happy with that, then why change? And, what, and that scares them, yeah. like, it's it's terrible for them to suddenly not have the comfort of knowing how their life will, of knowing their future, basically. So, so it's right. like the whole thing, would you, do you want to know your future, or not, like... And, do you want to, or do you want to follow your future, you know, because pretty much everybody can in this world knows like if they sign the storybook of legends and act out their tale like they know their future but but which is interesting though because um the charmings like dexter charming he's the younger brother of daring charming so (laughs) daring is the one that is going to be snow the snow white prince um but his younger brother dexter he He's going to be, like, a prince charming to somebody, but he never knew. He doesn't know what his story is. Like, he was going to find out on Legacy Day, because when you walk up to the book and say your name, like, it will show you your story, Um, and then you sign it. But he, because Raven was in front of him, and, and she didn't sign, so the ceremony stopped. So he never got to look 
at the book to see what his destiny would be. Mm. So that was, so that's kind of interesting too. But he but he like has a crush on Raven and stuff, so he thinks it's fine. Like he's not worried about it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of crushes too. <laughs> of course, it's high school. Yeah, but <sighs> yeah, it's a lot of like it's a simple show, but. Like, for me, anyway, it, it bring, yeah, raises a lot of questions and just a lot of, like, wondering about things. But, yeah, it's, it's so it's, like, uh, with Raven and, and Apple, because Apple is going to be the next Snow White and Raven was, gonna, was going to be the next Evil Queen, but the Evil Queen is Snow White's stepmother, so it's a, so it's like yeah. wait how yeah that's what I'm saying like the the premise makes well sense. but that's the thing in the book <laughs> oh so that, yeah like... so that's the thing so the the show is very light and like kind of shallow like skims the surface and it's like more more to like more for the toys and more for like to be okay yeah. for younger kids and stuff to eh, but. Yeah, so what, what level are the well, books Well, I would on? say middle grade, which is like 12, 12 yeah. and a, like 12. Yeah, I was so, but mm-hmm. um, I would think like a 10, 10-year-old, you know. But, so I've only read, so far I've read um, two and a half, but, well, almost finished the a third one uh, by Shannon Hale. So this is, so there are two series of Ever After High books. So the first series consists of four books, well, a trilogy, but then a and then a collection of short stories um, by Shannon Hale. And then the second series uh, is by Susan Selfers. And that also has a bunch mm-hmm. of short stories, which I'm assuming they'll compile um, oh, and then uh, a few novels. Um, but I really love Shannon Hill's writing style. She's the author of the Goose Girl series and Princess Academy series and Princess in Black. Um, so she's done a lot of fairy tale stuff. Um, but her writing okay. style is really great. Um, but so, for example, uh, so Raven and Apple are on this like mini quest together, and they're just walking through the woods and and they just, they're just talking as they walk. Raven stopped dead in her tracks. So wait, would I become your stepmom? Huh? Asked Apple. In the story, wasn't the evil queen Snow White's stepmom? Well, she was in our parents' stories, but... Apple stared as if trying to fathom. But no, it was unfathomable. She shook her head. (laughs) Raven scrunched up her face. Just how would that work? It will, somehow. Each generation's story must be a little different than the last, right? I mean... I'll be a blonde, Snow White. You just have to trust that the story will work out in the end. So, that, anyway, but it's, but it's like that they, I'm sure a lot of people had that question, and so, and so did the characters. <laughs> They're like, wait, what? Yeah, right. and then also, um, in the short story for Ashlyn Ella, who's the daughter of Cinderella, let's see. One day, Ashlyn would have her own unkind stepsisters to put up with in the story, which would happen after her mother's untimely death, but Ashlyn didn't want to think about that part. 
so it's just like a little inclusion there but it's like yeah like she's she has a happily ever after but that but right now she's a teenager and she's still like her fairy tale hasn't started yet yeah the in-between part won't be that pleasant (laughs) so she knows that at some point her mother the cinderella before her is going to have an untimely death and then her dad is going to remarry someone who has two crummy daughters or maybe they're actually nice but they have to be crummy for the story like so yeah (laughs) yeah so anyway so it was interesting so but lucky for her she's at boarding school she won't even be home (laughs) yeah well the interesting thing is so so that short story that 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 is mentioned in dash like we get that glimpse into ashlyn's thoughts about like one day uh her mother's untimely death but she didn't want to think about it um that's in the once upon a time uh, short story collection by shannon Mm -hmm. hale and so i read that uh a little while ago and then a new webisode went up on everafterhigh.com and it was uh i forget what's fashion fashion frolic or something anyway but it was about ashlyn ella and it introduced her two stepsisters. And I was oh. like, oh, no, that means her mom just died. That means her mom is right. dead. Like, because I just read this. And then <laughs> and then the webisode came up that introduced her two stepsisters. And so I was like, Well, maybe, maybe, the, maybe her parents just got divorced. <laughs> yeah. So I, well, I wonder. Her story's, her story's a little different. <laughs> yeah. Well, because here it says mother's untimely death. And then suddenly... Her stepsisters were introduced, so I wonder if that means it already happened that her dad remarried and those are her stepsisters, or are those going to be her stepsisters? Like, mm. because people already know what. Story. Right. Yeah, they so already know what. Let's hope that it's to. not. <laughs> but Ashlyn did sign the storybook of legends, and that really bums her out because, well, that's a really that's an understatement. She's like really torn up about it that she signed it. Um, because she was in line before Raven Queen. But she didn't mm-hmm. want to sign it because she was... Spoiler! Well, it's not that much of a spoiler. She's in love with Hunter Huntsman. Well, and they're, they are both in love with each other. So... But since she signed the storybook, she feels like she has to... You know, she can never be with Hunter because she has to be with some random prince. But but anyway, but I I like... I saw the webisode uh, via the Ever After High Facebook page, and so I made a comment. I was like, does this mean that Ashlyn's mom died? But of course... Did you get a response? No, I did not. Like, I don't think anybody was going to touch that, but like, I can't be the only one that thought that, or that read the book. Too dark, too dark. Right, I know. So, but, so the books do, you know, mention stuff like that. Okay. And I've really, really, really been enjoying them. Because um, I really like Shannon Okay, Hale's yeah, they style. sound pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah, my daughter's moving to the point where she's, like, reading chapter books now, so maybe yeah. I'll check those out for Yeah, her. definitely. Yeah, because she's a reader, so I think yeah. she'd be fine. Oh, she loves reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so what tales are involved? I think this is pretty cool, because there are a lot of characters you see in the background and it's not Mm -hmm. yeah i thought it would be just grimm's fairy tales you know because i think those were the the characters i had yeah so i guess 
But there's yeah, there's like Grimm's fairy tales. There's Wonderland, um, of course. Hans, yeah. Hans Christian Andersen fairy tales. Like I think the Swan Queen's in there. Yeah, yeah uh, all the Wonderland characters are there. Um, yeah, Baba Yaga, like you yeah. said. Yeah, so there's European um, tales and Wonderland. Like, those are kind of the forefront ones. But also, Cupid yeah. is there. Or C.A. Cupid. Right. C.A. is for Curriculo Argenthone, which are real Greek names. And she is daughter of Eros. So that's Greek mythology. But she actually came over from Monster High. I don't even know why she was in Monster High. But, like... <laughs> Yeah, she didn't really fit into yeah. either, because, yeah, they're going to open up the whole Greek Yeah, I know. Yawn. That's like a well, ton Well, in Monster of High, they have, like, the Minotaur and the Cyclops and Medusa's oh, son okay. and stuff. Oh, okay. But that makes sense. Yeah. Those are, like, monsters. But, so Cupid, but Cupid, yeah, she's a daughter of a god. So she was, she transition, transferred <laughs> schools. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, yeah, so there's Greek mythology. Um, there's tall tales. Well, there's a class. Uh, at Ever After High for Tall Tales but then also uh, Jackalope Jackalope is an American creature oh. zoologic or cryptozoology <laughs> but he, well he, you don't see him in the show yet but he's in the book um, so like all the characters have an animal uh, a pet and you see, like, Madeline Hatter, right. Maddie Hatter has her little mouse, Earl Grey. Earl Grey. So you see some, yeah, and Kitty Cheshire has a little caterpillar. Um, but, like, so there are other pets. So Dexter Charming, his animal is a jackalope. Which, Interesting. Yeah, so it's like a jackrabbit and with, with horns. With horns, and yeah. Horns, yeah. Um, and then I think in the books... Oz, like Wizard of Oz was mentioned maybe, like, I can't remember exactly where, but, so that's a possibility and then, yeah, you said Little Mermaid um, actually the sea witch's daughter makes an appearance oh, interesting in, I'm in telling you, I, I like these yeah. e- evil characters um, and they're not mm-hmm. all like yeah, they're more intriguing they're not all evil, you know, like Raven Queen is not she's nice, mm-hmm. but like Kitty Cheshire Cat. She like, loves being, yeah, making chaos. Yeah, yeah, she's evil, but I like those little characters. I think they're yeah. so cute. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so the daughter of the sea witch, her name is Coral Witch, and she's only oh. like 10, so she's not in Ever After High yet, but she's like near, she lives near there. Um, and then Neverland is mentioned in the books. And we learn that Maddie is allergic to pirates after she visits Neverland. <laughs> and then... Yeah, you mentioned the Swan Princess, and did I say the Nutcracker already? And also Shakespeare. So there's a oh. character named Clara Lear, who's the daughter of King Lear. So that's oh, so she's part okay, of a tragedy. Okay, so they're just opening it up to all yeah. kinds of stuff. So I guess we, so it's like with like because it's called Ever After, like the whole world is called Ever After. Um, so you first think of fairy tales, but yeah, it's pretty much all books like yeah. all but but i wonder like all classic tales i'm not sure like because it's not like modern fiction or anything but right maybe maybe this is how modern fiction came to be if all the fa- like <laughs> maybe right. this is why we have sto- fairy tale retellings now set in modern settings and everything because all the, the characters chose their clear. own destiny <laughs> so they made all these new stories right <laughs> So we could have new stories. Yeah. Yeah. So that explains why we have 
<laughs> we have adapted. And that is why kids... But also, there's a map in some of the books, and it, it shows a desert and, like, a palace that has, like, the round turrets, like the... So look kind of, like, kind of Middle Eastern. So I wonder if Arabian oh. Nights... Oh, that was, work its I was way. thinking... I was thinking that, too, because those are kind of, like, contemporary to those times. Mm-hmm. All that, well, to the Grimm's fairy tales, but, like, yeah. um, well, no, they're pre-Grimm's fairy tales. Yeah, so it's interesting because... And then, yeah, timelines are kind of... Well, yeah, because Neverland, Peter Pan, that's, like, what, early 1900s or late... Right. Yeah, and so it's, a little, like, Hans Christian Andersen, Little Mermaid, and, well, and Princess and the Pea, that was Hans Christian Andersen. And, like, that's, well, Princess Pea Butter Sandwiches are men- mentioned often, <laughs> so, like, so, yeah, so it's kind of cool to see where, where this will go, like, as they expand it or tell more stories. Yeah. You know, what new Like, characters. I, I, I just had to turn off my, like, logic part of my brain, because, like, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's, it's unclear, like, where these people are coming from, and, like, like, what, because that's the thing, like, they make the story about, like, these hard and fast rules, but then, like, there's no other rules, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I don't know, but, but I, I like the, like, characteristics of each character, and, like, what situations would arise if you have this type of person mm-hmm together with this type of person who have not been in the same story before, you know, I think that's pretty yeah. neat and interesting. Yeah. And, and like I said, I love, like, all the little details. Like, there's so many, like, little subtle things that they don't even, like, um, comment on. Like, I think there's, there's ball after ball. <laughs> there's lots of balls. Um, and so, like, in one of the, um, one of the, like, getting ready scenes, I, I think, um, because, of course, you know, they're fashion yeah. dolls, so they're always being dressed <laughs> up and stuff. Yeah, I appreciate that they actually give them, like, different outfits mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, like, as opposed to most cartoons, they wear the same yeah. thing all the time. But, like, you know, the the Cheshire Cat girl, like, you could see her putting on her lipstick first, <laughs> you know, and, like, she's yeah. not even there, and then, like, the rest of her appears, and then, like, um, you know, a couple of, like, the princess girls are getting dressed by birds yeah. and stuff, and I mean, just, like, cute, cute little things like that, I really appreciate it, and then they go to the ball, and, like, you know, the Baba Yaga character is, like, putting all this crap into the punch, <laughs> and, like, you know, yeah, yeah, so just, like, all these, like, little, little details I, yeah. I loved, you know, so it's very dense with like stuff like that and they don't even mention that you know it's just like it's not part of the story yeah, it's just like little extra it. stuff yeah. thrown thrown in which makes me feel like this is actually like somewhat thoughtful yeah. and not just like a whole like marketing campaign yeah, yeah, I, I really yeah. so I, I like yeah. that stuff a lot yeah and it's cute when you mentioned the Baba Yaga putting stuff in the punch and that reminded me of the three billy goats gruff the three little <laughs> three little goats they're like always swiping stuff they're like they like swipe stuff <laughs> off the table. That was at the True Hearts, True Hearts dance, True Hearts Day dance, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're so they're always popping up like stealing food because you know they're all about wanting to eat. Because <laughs> that's the their story. They want to eat the grass over the yeah, bridge. Yeah, yeah, to get to the. So they're always pilfering food and. The grass yeah. is always greener on the yeah. other side of the bridge. And yeah, so some of the. 
so it's kind of interesting. So their webisodes come out. Uh, I'm not sure what schedule the webisodes come out. Um, but so there are a bunch online on YouTube and on the Ever After High website, uh, organized by chapters instead of seasons. Um, and then Netflix, they're they have some uh, combined like episode that are combined webisodes mm -hmm. uh, but then they have the Netflix original movies okay so the the movies are Netflix and then they're also putting like the webisodes on there okay gotcha yeah that they're still putting webisodes online um that from Mattel yeah or or playground yeah productions yeah um but what's kind of interesting is that the dolls they're kind they're like a foreshadowing of what future episodes will be so they like mm -hmm. so oh so they're yeah. they're coming out first like before characters yeah. are introduced. so I see like what you mean. some of the new dolls that are being shown now i mean they're not available in stores yet but it's um like the dragon games so i there's either going to be uh, another movie or some webisodes that have to do with like um Ever after high like sports games and stuff that have dragons in them and there's a toy that's gonna it's gonna have a like a dragon for Apple White. Like <laughs> so Oh nice. Yeah. So that's kinda fun. That. It's like you know, depending on the dolls and their outfits and stuff, that kind of foreshadows what you know, the episode storyline will be um shortly yeah. in, in the near future. But one thing about the dolls, it's like I wish they would just have separate outfits like that you could just buy clothing and accessory packs instead of because as it is now it's like you have to buy a whole new doll every time oh okay to get what? but that's for yeah that is one thing that is super fun i have learned like my my daughter has mm -hmm. an american girl doll um which it's been like super fun like every time like her birthday or christmas rolls around or whatever like i'll mm -hmm. buy her a new outfit for it it's like super fun for me yeah. to like you know go like look for stuff like her birthday was just um just last week and i got her like a mermaid outfit for her, you know yeah, so, yeah see that's, that's nice that type of stuff is super fun yeah so they yeah they should do something like that yeah because it's not like you want to buy another doll yeah. Why do you hate money, Mattel? <laughs> do you know how many outfits Diana would buy? I know. Well, because I guess they're like, oh, well, people are going <laughs> to buy the whole doll, so. <laughs> yeah, I think Yeah, it's that's true. Because, I mean, they are really nice dolls, so I guess it's with collectors in mind. Yeah. But, I'm but sure I mean, still, play. like, I mean, Barbie, yeah. Barbie has, like, tons of outfits and stuff, you know, that you can buy separately, so. Meh. So sometimes I'll go on eBay to just, like, buy... Because people will just sell the outfits, the clothes. Oh, okay. But then it's, like, some of them are... It's just for the clothes. It's, like, the price of the doll with yeah. the clothes. Like, I could just buy it off Amazon for, you know, the doll. And then it's, right. like, I have all these extra dolls. So my daughter pretends that the duplicates are the evil version oh. of the dolls. <laughs> oh, man. That's, like, so interesting and, yeah. like... I like above the concept of how old is she? Three, four, no, she's five. five okay, sorry. Yeah, she's five. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> no, it's okay. Your daughter's blowing my mind. These are their doppelgangers. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, in the the Spring Unsprung episode, I, I think um, you, that's the one that you started. Um, they do 
Oh, okay. Yeah, they're like the opposite. Yeah, so they're personality. So yeah. I got the concept. Yeah. <laughs> but it is funny to watch her, like, <laughs> like Evil Briar Beauty. <laughs> she, like, loves to steal all I the love things. That. Like, That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Or, or she'll pretend that the duplicates are, like, oh, okay. the mother or something. So, but yeah, but recently it's been mostly... I like that. It's pretty creative. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, food-wise, in this... Yeah. So, there are a lot... Between the shows and the books, um, there are a lot of eating establishments. Yeah. They're they're always going to their, like, version of Starbucks, which is from literature. They should just call it Starbucks. (laughs) I'm just kidding, but to, to get, um, yeah, well, um, to get Hocus Lattes. Yeah. So that popped yeah, up a so Hocus bunch, Latte and they have all different place. kinds of, like, toppings and stuff, yeah. which sound pretty good. Yeah. So, and then in the high school, the there's the castle I wrote that I love oh, all I made, the puns. I made a list yeah, as we all went All the puns are so fun. Yeah, that was, that was a pretty, oh, did you? that was a pretty good <laughs> castle Tell, oh, okay. tell us some of the puns before we no get into order. it. Well, chronological order. How about that? Um, way to tick. Okay. Excellent. Excited. What the splinter? What's the hatter? <laughs> we're, we're very upset about that. Uh, Spellibrated. Yes. <laughs> Happily ever awesome. Curses, which is not really a pun, but still, like, yeah, that, that but works. That, works. That's in my yeah. vernacular. Um, Putting down your feelings yeah. on parchment. Um, the mirror net. That's their internet. Um, Hans yeah. Christian Dior dress. <laughs> I, I, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, way to spell. Castleteria. Um, what's the hatter with that? Um, off on the wrong slipper. Hattastic. Uh, throng coming dance and book ball game. <laughs> and then hex yeah. yeah we do. And Team, <laughs> so that's what I got so far. Yeah, and so yeah. many more. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's really so, cute. Like, when I they love all this. It's like adorable. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So nice. Uh, yes. So the Castleteria and Hagatha <laughs> is the lunch lady, and we don't know too much about her, except we're assuming she is a witch. Or just the yeah, hag. Maybe just, yeah. That's a pretty witchy name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and every Sunday evening in the cafeteria, there's a feast. So that's nice. They have like a big Sunday dinner. Um, so yeah, there's Hocus Latte in the village of Book End, which is the neighboring village to the Ever After High. And there, so Ever After is the name of the whole world, like the whole yeah, I guess the whole world. And then there are a bunch of different kingdoms and places. And there's different high um, schools, because there's, like, the, the Jack and the Beanstalk um, high school, whatever they called it. Yeah. Yeah, where the giants yeah. are from. Yeah, and I guess Tiny Tiny is the giant at Ever After High, so I guess he's alone. Or I don't know, like, he's... Because <laughs> I'm assuming he's from the Beanstalk kingdom, but, yeah, so he's... He's representing, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah. So there and there's the Beanstalk Cafe, uh, and there's the Mad Hatter's Haberdashery and Tea nice. Shop, 
That's where Madeline, she works with her dad. Um, there's Mother Hubbard's Corner Market. So this is from, so um, this was in Cedar Wood's story that we learned about this. And she is not from Bookend. I don't know what the name of her village is, but it's not. So it's in a different a different town. Um, so Mother Hubbard's Corner Market, 4 and 20 Blackbird Pie Shop. Aww. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then in a webisode we we meet Little Miss Muffet. She has a frozen yogurt place <laughs> in the in With the dark forest. Away. Um, yeah, uh, and then not so little Jack Horner because <laughs> he's grown because he's grown up. He's a celebrity chef. Um, he has a restaurant, but we don't know what it's called. Uh, he just mentions that he wants gingerbread house uh he wants her to provide some treats for his restaurant uh and then red uh red hood or red riding hood her she has a pastry delivery service she likes oh, to make nice. like pastries yeah like mini pecan pies yeah so the <laughs> mini pecan pies so that's yeah Aww. so that's kind of and other things so those are the food yeah, places that i've come across yeah but food from, like, the show and from the books, like, I've, I have it separated, um, the list into, like, show and books, and, oh my gosh, there's, like, so much. So we mentioned Hocus Latte, yeah, and so in the webisodes, they mention that, like, Apple, Apple White likes hers with nutmeg, and then, um, and she also likes, another time it's mentioned, like, caramel and... Uh, double foam yeah. and then briar like a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot of cream and and then hunter huntsman he likes triple mint and yes yeah, so everybody's the, got their favorite yeah yeah <laughs> and then sparrow hood he likes triple foam caramel as does hunter yeah so if, oh yeah so there's robin hood story too oh he's, <laughs> he's the only there. character that like truly annoys me in this show like, yeah. I don't mind his look, but he's too high energy. When I was, I'm like, he yeah. needs to act more like Trent from Daria. Because he already looks like him. <laughs> so, you need, you're, like, you're at a, you're at a ten. We need you at a two. You know? Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, you mentioned Baba Yaga's punch. And then there's, like, shrimp, fairy shrimp cocktails. And a lot of cupcakes, a lot of pies. Um, tea, like Earl Grey, and Charmed Chai, um, Dragon Yeah, Pops Maddie's corn. always just busting out with, like, a tea party at all times, yeah. like, just spontaneously oh. in the lobby of their school, just, you know, wherever. <laughs> Which I did want to mention, um, so the Mad Hatter's Haberdashery and Tea Shop defines tea time as any hour upon which a clock might point a hand at a number. <laughs> Unless the clock has no numbers or no hands, which is an alarming thing, and a case of alarms should only be cured can only be cured by sitting down immediately with a cup of tea and perhaps a cookie. Excellent. So, so it's oh, always Excellent. tea time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, dragon popped corn. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. That was at the the fair. <laughs> yeah, drinks with kitty litter. No, I'm just kidding. Like, oh. <laughs> that's what. Kitty, Cheshire did. Uh, dragon egg omelet, bacon ice cream, uh, Dexter charming like sushi. Uh, oh yeah, and who doesn't? Oh well, we'll get it. Well, we'll get into that. Each the characters actually have favorite foods and stuff too. Um, mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think you mentioned everything I saw from the first series, and you know, so Mm -hmm. I think. Oh, except for heart cupcakes. Yeah, I was just gonna say um, cupcakes with heart sprinkles and. Yeah, they were. um, That was on Ashlyn and Hunter's date. They're eating heart cupcakes. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I got. But I I know you've got like a ton more. Well, bacon potato salad. Mm. Uh, of course, Raven's Wicked Watermelon Pops. <laughs> yeah, which, which yeah, you can find a recipe for on the Fiction Food <laughs> site. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, oh yeah, from the newest movie, um, Way Too, Way Too, it's like, Too Much Wonderland. Way Too Wonderland. Um, which just came out today. Yeah, oh my gosh, I watched it, and I, oh my gosh, <laughs> I just, I love it so much. <laughs> I'm like, I'm <laughs> such a little girl okay um vinegar and oyster surprise and the surprise is that the oysters are alive and we'll talk to you um yeah and then vegan soy pseudo omelet i think that's what they said like that's what humphrey dumpty was eating the son the son of humphrey dumpty they're like wait why is he eating an omelet they're like oh Oh, well that sounds like a tofu a tofu scramble yeah vegan soy pseudo omelet i think is what they called it but yeah. So there's that. Um, and then in the books, so much. Um, there's a couple that I'll talk about later because that's the recipes that I did. Um, extra sticky buns, which make you stick in place. <laughs> <laughs> They're spelled. Um, and then an unfreezer pop and to get you unstuck. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, various donuts, like porridge cream pie and Wonderberry jam donuts. Um... Oh, yeah, I don't think I mentioned um, Gingerbread House. She has her own cooking show called Spell's Kitchen. Spell's Kitchen. Yeah, I don't think I mentioned that earlier. I read that, yeah, I read that in the wiki. That's, yeah, that's... Oh, and her pet is, like, a Swedish fish, a gummy fish, that that she accidentally (laughs) turned alive. (laughs) So, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Um, Acorn Porridge... And acorn salad. So, um, cedar wood is, is partial to acorn dishes. Um, oh, okay. Should yeah. make sense. So she's made out Princess of Princess pea butter sandwiches, which I've mentioned. And pea butter is real. It's like the un- alternate to nut butter. So it's made out of golden oh, really? or brown peas. Yeah, it's a real thing oh, that interesting. you can get. Um, lots and lots of porridge. Like... There's a lot of porridge in this. <laughs> too hot, too cold. Yeah. Sometimes just yeah. right. Um, vegan sausage, leg of goat, charmberry rhubarb pie. Uh, let me mm. see if I can find some. Oh, swan kibble. <laughs> soy. Yeah, swan soy turkey kibble. patties. <laughs> Pond greens and water bugs. Those are those are things lots that that just swan. Lots of vegan food. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Let's just see, find find ones that are interesting. Oh, whipped air. (laughs) Whipped air that tastes like chocolate raspberry swirl. This was at one of Briar Beauty's parties. And... Okay. I know, exactly. It was air. Like, it's invisible. (laughs) But it actually has a taste. This is so funny. Yeah, or or something like Willy Wonka would use to mess with your head. And the coach (laughs) is Gingerbread Man. Not related to Gingerbread House, but that... Not that you eat him, but the, that's the coach for the school, is Coach Gingerbread Man. Because <laughs> he can run really fast, oh, okay. right? <laughs> yeah. fast as you can. Um, and catch me. Oh, let's see. 
spritzel fizzle tea, fairy berry jam, uh, never snap taffy. Yeah, peas porridge, nine days old. <laughs> that was kind of a funny scene. It was nice. like there was a big pot of... <laughs> there was... So there's an episode where they're having a food fight, and that that's in the book, uh-huh. but it's, you know, more to it. Uh, and so during the food fight, Apple and Raven mm-hmm. hide behind this huge porridge pot in the middle of the room, and it's um, mm-hmm. the peas porridge. And Apple, as she's she, like, has her back to it, and it was hot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Apple is... <laughs> The narrator was just, like, telling her thoughts, and it's like, Apple remembered that some people like it hot, but then some people like it cold, and then some people like <laughs> it nine days old, but that's, like, it was just really funny the way that, <laughs> that they did that. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so cute. favorite foods. So the characters have favorite foods. Um, there are these character cards that you can uncover on the website. Um, or you can just Google them and find them on the Ever After High Wikia. Uh, so Apple White's favorite food, obviously, is anything with apples. She totally loves apples. And there's even, like, for her birthday, it's an apple, like, bake-off. All the people, like, bake special apple foods for her birthday. Um, and there are festivals for all the for many of the fairy tales. And there's, like, an apple festival for oh, okay. the Snow White story. Which, which is very much a real-world thing. There's, like, yeah. apple festivals all over the place every fall. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, so her favorite food is anything with apples. And then Ashlyn Ella, she's vegan. So whatever oh, okay. nature provides. Oh, didn't yet. we talk about Cinderella exactly. being, being vegetarian um, yeah. Yeah, on our Cinderella episode? <laughs> so. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Huh. So Further there. evidence. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because she can, like, she can talk to animals in this and in the show and everything. So she's she's totally vegan. Um, and then Blondie nice. Locks, her favorite food, of course, is uh, porridge, por- porridge and specifically with honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Briar Beauty loves uh, rich milk chocolate. Cupid loves cupcakes made with love. <laughs> Cedar Wood, and she says that her grandfather, who's Geppetto, uh, makes the best pasta. Um, but I also know that she loves acorn dishes. Cerise Hood, because we know her secret. Her favorite like food, some meat. Yeah, bacon, ham, pork roast. <laughs> oh, meat lovers pizza. That was in the. Um, uh, oh yeah. yeah. That yeah. She she grabbed a, a piece. Yeah, because she was going to be on the bookball team. Yeah. Where the boys were also, like, well, She's also girl. campaigning. She's like, we have vegetarian days in the cafeteria. Yeah, that's right. We should have meat, meat days. only days. Yep. So. Um, so Dexter Charming, uh, on his card it says he's, he likes burger and fries. Uh, but but in the webisodes you see him a couple times eating sushi. Uh, Duchess Swan, she likes almonds and avocado. Um, but also, Ooh, me too. Yeah, but also because she can trans transform into a swan, she will like eat bugs and stuff. Um, <laughs> and Holly O'Hare. Oh, I thought this was really cool. So remember when we talked about Rapunzel? Um, in some of the stories, Rapunzel has twins. Mm-hmm. So in Ever After High, the there are twin daughters. Oh, that's Rapunzel. such a smart detail. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I keep forgetting that. I like that. Yeah. So it's Holly and Poppy O'Hare. 
and and one of them has short yeah hair. one of them so um holly is has she wants to be the next rapunzel well it's because they're twins and so it was always understood that holly was born first so she would take the legacy or you know do fulfill the fairy tale and she totally wants to uh, and then poppy is like three seconds younger and so and she doesn't want to She's fine with her sister having the legacy. Um, so she mm-hmm. opened up a hair salon. She has, like, short hair, dyed purple and stuff. But in one episode, um, they found out that their birth times were switched. So Poppy is actually the older one. So that would mean that she's supposed to be the next oh. Rapunzel. But they decide... The sisters decide that they like things the way they are. Like, Poppy doesn't want to be Rapunzel... Holly does, so they're just not going to tell anybody about the the birth time mix up. So that's okay. like being a that's kind of re- that's rebel. Sounds re- yeah. rebellious to me. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Hunter Huntsman, he loves raw food, um, no meat. So he's vegetarian. So. Ashlyn Ella is vegan, and then Hunter Huntsman is vegetarian. And specifically, he likes raw vegetarian stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're a good match. Yeah, so Hunter Huntsman. The raw foodist. I like yeah, it. so. Very, very modern. <laughs> yeah, so Hunter. Because they're both nature people. They're like the perfect match. Like the Ashlyn and Hunter. <laughs> um, and it's really cute and like to read about them in the books. Um, and Yeah, but he doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to, like, kill any... Like, he always uh, frees the animals from the traps. Like, if his dad catches anything in the woods, like, Hunter will go, you know, and free the animal and stuff. So, yeah. So he's another one that doesn't want to follow his destiny. Um, Lizzie Hartz, she loves cinnamon oatmeal with mixed berries. It's good for the heart, she says. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like... <laughs> that works. Yeah. She she has a great look too. She's got like a mm-hmm. you know heart on her face. <laughs> yeah, and her hair is also kind of sometimes it's up kind of styled to look like a heart top. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And then Maddie had a liver and onions. Just kidding. It's tea and crumpets. <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what she says. <laughs> um, and then Poppy O'Hare, her favorite food, chicken wings. Raven Queen loves salted caramel. Uh, yeah, and there's so that's mm. all the cards that I are all the favorites that I've seen, which is okay. But that's kind of cool that they even you know tell their favorite foods. Yeah, and, and like some are like of course, and then others are just kind of random, but it's kind of yeah. a nice mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I noticed on uh, so on the back of the doll boxes, there's always some information, like a little story or just information about the character. Um, there's a doll series, Ever After High doll series that is called Sugar Coated. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Sugar Coated, yeah. And uh, it had, on the back of the boxes, it has recipes. Oh! Yeah. Well, I've only seen physically in front of me, like, I've only seen Madeline Hatter Sugar Coated, and so I looked at uh-huh. the back of the box, um, and it's a recipe, but it kind of has, like, Wonderland... It's been, like, Wonderlandized, kind of, so it's not, like, a totally usable recipe. I mean, it is, but you'd have to kind of look up some measurements, I think. Oh, okay. Like what? Like, what does it say? Let me see. 
Okay, here it is. Chocolate teacup pudding. Ingredients and other pantry quandaries. Uh, ten, ten sixth hatfuls of bitter, bitter and sweet chocolate. But it's the ten, ten slash six because of that's what's on the Mad Hatter's hat yeah. for the ten pounds or six pence or whatever. Uh, and then four teacup spoons of cuckoo powder. Three terrines of a most important starch of some kind. <laughs> One fourth teaspoon of out to sea salt, four saucers of cream, three large Jabberwock eggs, two percent of a teapot of holy mad milk, seven three fourths wait <laughs> sugar lumps plus seven on last Tuesday and every Thursday afternoon. <laughs> one entire mince pie, one slotted spoonful of vanilla to taste. <laughs> the time has come to mix up many things, but no cabbages or oysters, please. <laughs> Bowls to stir are best filled when ovens heat to frothy temps, but buttered pans <laughs> first are good indeed. Should spoons come before kettles blacken? Perhaps. Steep away for sixty turns, and then hat-tastic. It's a terrific chocolate teacup pudding. <laughs> Excellent. So... So good luck with that yeah, recipe. Yeah, recipe from Madeline Hatter. But... Riddleish isn't an exact <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, but, like, there's a real recipe in there. It's just a matter of, yeah, translate, like, translating <laughs> it. Interpreting yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... I thought that was kind of cool. So I'm really curious... <laughs> no, I like it. ...what yeah. the other ones are. Um, I did order... She's going to come tomorrow. <laughs> I feel like I'm, like... <laughs> confessing um i know the, i feel like we're learning a lot I about you know. today Diana. <laughs> oh my gosh i yeah i love toys now that i'm older i'm like all about toys. um the gingerbread house uh part doll in this series so like i have the regular gingerbread house doll the basic one um but then for the sugar-coated series they have gingerbread house with like a little kitchen so mm-hmm. i had to get <laughs> Yeah, to get it. But she's gonna come tomorrow in the mail. I finally, oh, I nice. was like, okay, I'm just gonna break down and do this. <laughs> That's super cute, so, actually. Yeah, I'm looking at these on Amazon yeah. right now, and yeah, they're adorable. Um, yeah, I, I totally don't blame you. <laughs> so, if I hadn't have just conmoring my whole house, I would. I, I'm totally gonna like take pictures one and my... stuff of her, like do a little ginger cooking in her kitchen. Um, but I'm curious Aww. to see what if she comes with a recipe. Um, but that reminds sure me. Yeah. So there are, uh, so there are novels, but there are also other books. Uh, one I have right in front of me is the Hattastic Tea Party Planner, mm-hmm. and there's also the Sleepover Celebration Party Planner. So like they have these activity books, um, but the I got the Hattastic Tea Party because. Love Mary Hatter, um, and because it's food, and so it's like how to host a wonderific tea party. <laughs> um, but it has recipes in here, and um, it also it's like how to fold napkins, like the queen's heart, and a napkin basket for Cerise, and then a bow tie. For, yeah, but some of the recipes. Let's see. Fairy finger sandwiches, uh, simply royal cupcakes, um, and like a tea selection. So like, 
what kind of teas should you serve your friends based on like their personalities and stuff. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's really cute. And then blueberry scones. We've got mm. fabulous green tea fudge and babbling drinks. So like different kinds of like non-tea drinks. Uh, so it's really cool. And then the book comes with uh, punch-out cupcake toppers. So like little cardboard circles with pictures on them for cupcake toppers. Yeah, that sounds really cute. And then there's a recipe for enchanted apple pancakes um, that's in the Spellbinding Activities Mm. uh, book. Anyway, I thought that was kind of cool, but there should totally be... (laughs) Maybe Maybe I'm gonna do it! I don't know. But anyway, I always have these grand ideas and I tell you about them, but now I'm like actually saying it in a recording. <laughs> but like, I know, the unofficial <laughs> cookbooks or whatever. Officially the unofficial. <laughs> yeah. Well, because there are all these unofficial cookbooks out there, but I don't know. There should be an official Ever After High cookbook. Like, and you Spells Kitchen, make- Gingerbread House, Cooking Show, you know, or just some kind of fun, like, funly done... <laughs> Oh, yeah, book. of course. But there's just so much food potential. Like, there's a lot of food in the books, in the show, but then inspired by... I have a whole list of food inspired by the show, like Baba Yaga's fried chicken legs, and, <laughs> which is actually kind of mentioned in one of the books. But, like, oh, my gosh. like Oh, yeah, there's so much potential. Three pigs in a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Why do you want to cook all the characters? I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, goat cheese. So, like, three billy goats, gruff cheese. Um, grasshopper cookies. But it would really be, like, it's supposed to be a cricket, Jiminy Cricket. But on the mm-hmm. on the doll, it's a green hair clip. So, I don't know. And, yeah, just right porridge with Teddy Grahams. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh, wouldn't that be funny? Or just like little That's teddy, so make little teddy bear crackers to like the, I mean, yeah, um, cookies yeah. to the, yeah. Oh my gosh, just a lot of, a lot of ideas. Um, Cupid's Ambrosia with like the fruit, some of the fruit cut into heart shapes, like with little heart oh, cutters. Yeah. Hoppers, poppers. <laughs> <laughs> Gingers, like. Some, something about cauldron like cauldron cakes but that's like a Harry Potter thing but like just the shape like you can make a little chocolate tiny chocolate bowls um, and then put you know put something in but make it so they look like little cauldrons uh, or that could be for like any of the witch kids I guess yeah um, oh, poison apples yeah and Duchess Swan's watercress salad, or you know. Oh, nice! I like that. Yeah. So I'm like skipping over a ton, but just it's just really cool. Like there's just yeah, so many great ideas. You should do that. Well, I know, <laughs> I know. I would love to. I know. I'm like you. I have like a whole notebook full ideas. of like awesome I ideas. Know. If only I ever have time to like, do any of them. I know. But yeah, it's kind of scary. Like I, I. I have, yeah, it's like I have all these ideas. There are seven days in a scary. week, and some days not one of them. <laughs> I love that. Okay, that's, that yeah. sounds like something Maddie would say. <laughs> well, for the podcast, I've already done, well, and for my blog, right. too, I've already done some recipes. So you've already got several recipes. Okay, so let's get into recipes. Yeah. 
What did you make and what have you made? Okay, well, we mentioned already. Um, so for my blog, fictionfood.com, I did Raven's Wicked Watermelon Pops. and Which look delicious and refreshing. And yeah. as it's like 8,000 degrees outside, <laughs> I suggest you all make them before summer is over. Yes. Um, I, I kind of want to do a, a 2.0 of those because they don't look like they do in the show. Um, well, I didn't have like a wedge, like, you know, a triangle popsicle mold, but, um, I have the Zoku popsicle, little, like quick pop maker and, uh, it kind of works like an ice cream maker, I guess, in the sense that you put the base in the freezer so it's already frozen and then you put the, oh, okay. and it just freezes on your counter because the, the base is already frozen. Anyway, so I used a, a recipe from the, that cookbook for the Zoku, um, but it didn't look like the show, so I kind of want to do this over again. But they were good. But that's from Spring Unsprung. And um, Not So Little Jack Horner was uh, guest judging uh, this uh, bake-off for Spring Unsprung, the Spring Ferris. And, um, but Apple turned evil! It was evil Apple White, and she put Ooh. hot pepper sprinkles. I think sprinkles. I like her better than regular Apple Yeah, it was, it was cool. Um, <laughs> but she put... Uh, hot pepper sprinkles on Raven's watermelon pops when Raven wasn't looking, and so of course the oh, judge I bet that didn't. Oh, good yeah. though, because those are like the Mexican wa- lollipops, you know? Yeah. They chili in well, them. so I actually did that for my lollipop. I mean, it's optional, you know. You don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> but I put the. I tried it with that. Was it tajin? It's like the fruit seasoning, but it's like um, lime and pepper red peppers Ooh. you can like uh, find it usually in the produce section oh, um, okay so i tried it with that of course that makes the popsicles Your melt quickly are so cute like i mean describe them they're like mostly you know pink and how did you make the little seeds oh chocolate chips what are the chocolate chips yeah. for little seeds and then they have like a white layer and then a green layer for the yeah. rind yeah they're they're adorable and the pink part it is actually like it's just blended up watermelon basically and then nice. with some like agave um nectar to Sweeten oh, okay. it a little bit. Um, yeah, so they're really easy, but I do want to do it again and uh, maybe make the. just to make it more show accurate, um, like placement of the uh, chocolate chips and, and that kind of thing. Kind of nitpicky, I guess, but anyway. <laughs> but yes, those were good. Um, and I also. Yeah. I have another recipe that I'll post when the weather gets a little colder. Um, it's a hocus latte that I made um, for Apple White. And, yeah. and I made. I made a little cup for her. Like I painted it. It's like a little tiny. What I guess it's like in a little a little espresso mug. I don't know. I found it at Bed Bath and Beyond. It was just plain white. So I mm-hmm. used the sharpie paints to just paint. So that's something like that would be cool. Like if you're having a party or something, to like to yeah, make have themed, yeah little um, yeah <laughs> but these little cups yeah like because hocus you you mentioned too hocus latte is mentioned kind of often in the show um, yeah it's like not like they yeah it's like an ongoing yeah. thing and so that'd be kind of cute to make a bunch of different just use sharpie paint yeah. sharpie marker paints and like draw apple or something um, but um, it's not up yet but maybe I should just put it up and then link to it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but for this podcast episode, I made two recipes. I made three magic bean salad, which is mentioned yeah. in the books and uh, bookmarks. 
Um, oh yeah, so each doll, uh, some of the dolls that come with bookmarks, bookmarks that fold out into a story. So uh, Gingerbread Houses one mentions uh, three magic bean salad. I think that's on hers, and then it's in one of the books too. But I thought that was really cute. So it's three bean salad, but I put magic in it. So. Oh great! Yeah. Okay, that, that's what makes it. <laughs> and if you eat it, you will grow. <laughs> that's kind of scary. Did your dad or did anybody ever tell you like like when you were a kid if you swallow? Oh seed, yeah, if you swallow like the watermelon, <laughs> it's going to grow. One it. will grow. Yeah. Well, this Terrifying. that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hope that that's not going to happen because um, I've eaten a lot of those three magic bean salads. So um, we'll see. Yeah. But no, the magic is. Uh, I will tell you, <laughs> it's this little, it's from Wilton, um, little edible gold stars. Aww. It's like glitter, edible glitter, but they're tiny gold stars. So I just like sprinkle that on top. Oh, nice. That's it's the magic. Some, like, fairy dust on it. <laughs> yeah. And it's nice. really pretty. I thought it was really pretty um, with the gold and then the, um, I used fresh green beans. So okay, that they're nice. and just like um, boil them for a couple minutes and then put them in ice water so they're still like kind of crunchy. Yeah, bright green. Yeah, yeah. so really pretty. Um, nice. So it's that. But then I'm I'm so proud of this, but it's hot and so things melt quickly. Um, but I did get some <laughs> photographs. But excuse them if the ice, it's ice cream. So <laughs> if it's like kind of melty. So gingerbread house in her story she asks Hagatha in the cafeteria in the castleteria uh, three for three three little candied bacon cupcakes with maple syrup on a thyme ice cream and a wonderland waffle cone so yeah, <laughs> yeah but Hagatha didn't give that to her Hagatha grunted and bounced two scoopfuls of soggy scrambled eggs on top of rubbery sausage patties Come on, Hagatha, yeah. what is wrong with you? We have a little. So, I made the watery scrambled eggs and rubbery sauce. No, just kidding. I made the... Excellent! Or, excellent. I know. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, I, but I, ma- I, I did it. I made the three little candied bacon cupcakes with maple Aww. syrup on a thyme. It was, it's really cute because it's maple syrup on a thyme, but it's the U-P from the end of syrup, so, and plus... O N. Wait, what? I, don't understand. I know it's it's one of those things. It's easy because I, I have the text in front of me. Maple syrup on a thyme ice cream. Okay, gotcha. Isn't that Maple cute? Maple syrup on. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> got it. Got it. <laughs> Took me a minute. <laughs> so there's three parts to this: the candy, little candied bacon cupcakes, the maple syrup ice cream, and Wonderland waffle cone. So I made. I'm just really proud of myself that wow. this. I, I, I know. actually did this it. Is like, like <laughs> this is complex. I did it over the course of like two days. Um, but so yes, yeah, so sugared bacon, sugar baked bacon, and then I made gingerbread mini cupcakes and maple frosting. So, so yeah, so just maple frosting on the mini cupcakes, and then um, little curled pieces of candied uh, bacon on top, like one one piece each. Uh, anyway, and then I just melted, or softened some vanilla ice cream Well, I rode home with it from the grocery store in my car, and it, and it was ready it, you know, to be mixed. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I put some maple syrup in there, uh, just into the soft vanilla ice cream, 
and stirred it up and then refroze it. Uh, but the but the added sugar of the maple syrup like it makes the ice cream softer. So that also is why the it you know melted more melted. quickly. Oh, okay. Um, I you might be able to just put maple flavoring in it because that has a more concentrated maple flavor and it would be less of it needed and it wouldn't be added sugar so that might I don't know how that would taste compared to regular ma- or actual yeah, maple syrup I don't know. but I'm sure the ice cream wouldn't be as soft um, as right or you could like evaporate your syrup a little bit maybe mm, yeah that's a good I, idea I don't know I'm just like thinking about it yeah they like, make it a little he- bit like thicker and that way it wouldn't bit. change the consistency mm-hmm. as much. yeah but yeah Sounds awesome though. Yeah, like so it's more like a soft little bit softer anyway. Yeah. yeah, so it was really good. Yeah, um, and then Wonderland waffle cone. I'm like, okay, how does? What would be a Wonderland waffle cone? Well, I couldn't find nice waffle cones in my grocery store. Just the like sugar cones, like little baby, baby cones. Um, so I mm-hmm. went to Baskin Robbins, and you can buy for 99 cents. You can buy those beautiful big waffle cones, like empty. Ooh. So I did that. Uh, so I bought a couple of those. Professional. <laughs> yeah. So you get the real, the really not, because I don't have a waffle cone maker. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. I know. I was about to say, like, how does one make waffle cones? There I was are. You were going to say you, like, shaped them on something or I, I don't know. Yeah, there are waffle cone <laughs> makers. That it's, like, really, um, like, shallow waffle irons and then a cone, like a plastic cone that you shape the Okay. Uh, circle waffle circle around to and then gotcha. it hurts. Anyway, but I don't have one of those, so I bought. I, <laughs> so just so you guys know, you can buy empty waffle cones from Baskin Robbins. Yes, if you truly want to make it from scratch. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. So, but what would make it Wonderland? If all. <laughs> and so um, I melted some chocolate. So I put some like dark chocolate drips. Um, and I put some chocolate on the inside, too, of the cone. But I put some chocolate drips, put the little star magic sprinkles Aww. on that. And then melted a little bit of light blue candy melts and Ooh. dripped that a little bit over the dark chocolate and put these t- these little um, pearl sprinkles, like uh, little pearl drages or like little balls. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that sounds really pretty. And put some of Can't those. Pictures. Yeah. So I put some of those on the blue. So that kind of is reminiscent of like Maddie Hatter and her like blue and polka dots and stuff. Um, but then I also made a little uh, paper cone holder. Was that like the little paper that you slip on the end of the ice cream cone so that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah, know what it's called, just the little... Got it. So yeah, I made I one of those. Um, out, I just scanned the pattern in the Hattastic Tea Party Planner, the end papers. It's like a little teacup mm-hmm. pattern. So, and then I printed it out and cut out that... Anyway, so, that's like a long story. <laughs> long, I know. A lot of information, Wow, this like... I'm so Very involved, and it sounds awesome. <laughs> so, and it's good. Like, it, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't eat it all. <laughs> Because that's a lot. Like, Gingerbread House must have an amazing metabolism. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's genetic. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, so that's what I made. Those two yeah, things. Yeah, that sounds yeah. awesome. I can't wait to see pictures. Yeah, it sounds so elaborate. Thanks. So what did you make? I saw a little picture 
And I think that's yes, so cute. Yes, I did cute. have a little sneak peek. Um, yeah, I've made um, shortbread cookies, but they're Maddie Hatter inspired. Yeah. Um, yeah, as I mentioned before, she has the best hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like aqua and purple yeah. and like all kind of mixed in together. So I made um, the the shortbread cookies, but I did two um, tea infused butters. Mm. So I did one that was like green tea matcha mm-hmm. flavored and one that's hibiscus. Mm. And so I've got some extra hibiscus tea so now I can make your your Wheatsy Bat drink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cuz yeah or or whichever yeah thing you Oh, it was the tea. cinder. Yeah, cinder. Oh, the cinder yeah, yeah, the cinder drink. Yeah, <laughs> that sounded really nice. good. But yeah, so the colors were gorgeous of these butters. So I was like really excited. And, like, unfortunately, they didn't stay quite as vibrant through mm-hmm. the whole process, like, through, the, you know, mix, mixing with, you know, butter and sugar, oh, yeah. and then, like, even, they lost even more color in the baking. So, my second batch of cookies, like, I, like, I did two, I baked them, same same batch of dough, but, like, two different baking times or whatever. <laughs> the second time, I, I baked them, like, really low and slow, and so they didn't lose as, as much color. So mm-hmm. they, they looked a little bit better. But, yeah, I might do a 2.0 of these, two just to get them, like, a little bit more vibrant, you know. Yeah. To, yeah, put a little bit more color. So, yeah, I did the, the teas and the butter, and then I added, like, just a couple drops of blue food coloring to each because, like, Matcha, you know, gives this, like, really nice bright green, you know, so I put a little bit of blue to make it more like the aqua color, yeah. and then, you know, the hibiscus is, like, this magenta color, so I made it a little bit more purpley. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, then I then I just made, like, two batches of cookie dough and rolled them out and then stacked them on top of each other and then rolled those up. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, and sliced them to make these, like, little spiral cookies. Yeah, because my, um, yeah, my friend Gloria had come over one day and we made, like, um, like, all kinds of shortbread cookies, and she did one that was, like, two shades of green, because she did them both matcha, mm-hmm. and then rolled them up together, and I was like, I'm gonna do pretty. that, but I did, like, a, yeah, a green and a purple one. So I'm actually, like, pretty happy how they turned out, and they taste delicious. So, Wonderful. you know, even though the, co- the color, did, yeah, the color didn't stay quite as bright as I wanted, but the taste is good, and that's, like, the most important thing. So, I'm, yeah, like I said, I might make them again just, like, with a little bit more tea and a little bit more food coloring. I hate to use food coloring because, like, you mm-hmm. get that nasty taste <laughs> if you put too much, you know, but I might put just a little bit more because you can't taste it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but, but no, they turned out pretty cute, actually, so. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. this. Oh, and, and I love the fact that they're both made with tea. Yes, it's <laughs> and then super you can, perfect. Yeah, so t- yeah two, dif- two different teas. Yeah, spectacular. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tea Spectacular. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can enjoy them with tea, but I enjoyed mine with coffee because I'm a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Your hocus latte. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that's I love. I love that you did tea cookies. Cause, yeah, Maddie would totally pull those out of her hat. Yeah, at tea time, which is all times. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've yeah we've talked a lot about <laughs> about this little show and dolls. I know, but there's yeah, well, there's a lot to it. I so. think we're ready to live happily ever after. So yeah. this book has come to a close. Um, yeah, we'll put recipes and links to anything we talked about on our website at fictionkitchenpodcast.com. 
So you can also find us on Twitter at FKPod and then Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram at Fiction Kitchen Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Yep, a pod for peas wears hearts on a sleeve. Toodaloo! <laughs>